Hello again, everybody. Welcome to What We Make, a Terminator podcast. I'm Will. I'm Malika. I'm Matt. Oh, it's just us today. You have to put up with just us today. Sorry. (laughs) (sighs) Just turn turn it right off. Yeah. (laughs) Today we're here to discuss episode seven of season two, Brothers of Nablus. Nablus? Nablus? Sure. Nablus? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one originally aired November 3rd, 2008. They had a week off between this one and the last one again. And they're still on Monday at this time. I looked that up. I don't, I don't know at which point they moved to Fridays. Um, it was directed by Milan Chelyov, who's an actor-director. He's directed shows like Once Upon a Time... Prison Break and the famous Jet Jackson. Interesting. That's a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starred. Oh, I can't remember his name, but he uh, played Cyborg on Smallville. Oh, I know who. Yeah. Now I know who that person is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was written by Ian Goldberg, who last wrote What He Beheld, the season one finale. Oh, hence the all the. Is that the one with yeah. all the religious stuff? Um, that was the one with the Johnny Cash song with all the religious Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well done last time. Not so well done this time. <laughs> uh, a little bit too much, y'all. So let's get started. Oh, yeah, I didn't write. Nobody cares about the rating. I didn't even write them down. I know <laughs> down. It was down a little bit. Um, Probably be a trend. Yeah. I think in a few episodes, they get down into the four million range. Is that the danger zone? For a show. <laughs> for a show this expensive, yeah, probably. This is like the, um, the beginning of the end. Yeah. Uh, sad. So we start with Ellison eating when he's interrupted by himself. <laughs> and he's saved by none other than Cromarty. And Cromarty says, It's kind of doesn't believe in you like I do. <laughs> <So I'm laughs> <laughs> Why does he have that voice? <laughs> Yeah, that was a quite it. This is he's, such a random and jarring opening. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It felt I like thought, I jumped in the middle of an episode. Yeah. I actually thought the same thing because I was then um, on last week. I thought that I might have gotten the episode. Like it, it took me a couple of times to to make sure. Like I checked online and I checked, you know, I had to double check because I, I thought I missed an episode here. You haven't <laughs> seen what Marty's been up to, but we, um, um, yeah, he thinks Ellison's going to lead him to the Connors, but yeah, Skynet wants him, wants Ellison dead for some reason. Do they? Or they want someone, they want someone to take Ellison's place. I don't know what Skynet wants. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm... I don't know. Because the whole Weaver thing throws me off. Yeah, she's, uh, she's enigmatic. But she's a Terminator, so I guess that's where she's supposed to be. Why doesn't she terminate him? Yes! <laughs> Ah, shut up. <laughs> Good question. Just play that every time you ask a question. <laughs> What's going on here? Damn phone. So the Connors arrive home all except Derek, and their home has been broken into. Uh-oh. Where's Derek? He's sleeping with Jesse. Wiped clean so, their when I first, diamonds. When I first saw this, I thought for some reason I don't know why I thought it was John uh, with uh, sleeping with John. Yeah, I don't just, know why. Uh, I just I saw the girl and I was like, thought it was John. 
I mean, not not that the girl was John, but that John was sleeping with a girl. <laughs> Sorry. I should clarify there. John is kind of girly. No, I'm kidding. Um, Cameron's... Uh, at some point, Cameron pointed out that her jacket had been stolen. That comes up later. But yeah, they're worried about all their IDs getting into the wrong hands. And Derek says, go downtown. I'll call you later. And funny man, Derek leaves Jesse. And the Connors figure out that the alarm didn't go off because Riley forgot to reset the code. Oh, Riley, uh, you're the worst. Yeah, I completely forgot about her. Me too. <laughs> I was like, who is this girl and why? Oh, right, that reminds Because like, I kept the, I confused her for a second with the... I think I just had a problem like mixing characters up this episode because I was like, is that the girl from... No, it's not the girl from season one. It's another sucky girl. Yeah, the... um. The magazine girl, the whole stupid, which I kind of thought was funny, but yeah. um, I had I had a note about uh, the scene with Derek. I forgot uh, his scars look like psoriasis. <laughs> 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 they look very flaky, mm. but I, Cameras, I assume yeah. burns or something from travel. Yeah, that's what I out. assume, or, or maybe uh, war wounds, maybe battle wounds. Cameron says they should go to Canada. I don't think it's the first time she suggested they move to Canada or move somewhere. <laughs> and Casey comes, and Sarah tells her John's been having trouble with kids at school and tells John to get a broom and clean up. She heads out. Man, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. Casey's just getting more and more. <laughs> big? Yeah. She's very big. Her baby's going to take out the Terminator one of these days. <laughs> So Rita's filling out some paperwork and she scans in Cameron's photo and since Cromartie's, I guess, monitoring the public records, he sees that photo and he remembers her from their fight at the pier. Mm-hmm. Sarah's making up some bullshit about credit cards being stolen, so they'll look, they'll monitor for activity. Cameron says nobody likes a nag, so that's why she didn't say anything about Cam- uh, Riley. She's be su- she's become self-aware. Get her. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how she realizes that other people observe things and have opinions on things. Yeah. And she cares funny about those works. opinions. <laughs> Aw, sweet Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I realize, yeah, I think we, we talked about this on some other podcast, but I'm realizing that I don't really like Sarah Connor on the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't think I had a problem with her before this watch through. Mm-hmm. Uh, my notes are wrong. Cromarty goes talking to Rita, saying that he's Cameron's uncle. And Jody shows up saying, I know her. Do you think we see her again? Um, I hope not. I was hoping that when they he shoved her out of the car, I was hoping that she would just roll off into a ditch somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting to see her again at all. Yeah, well, well, I should say that I wasn't expecting to see her, but I hope this is the last we saw of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knows that Cromarty's lying, but she's just excited that you know, he wants to hurt John and Cameron, and she uses their last name, Balm, so now Cromarty knows their alias. John's alias. That's such a stupid last name. When you put it with yeah. his first name, John Baum. Yeah, I know. Seriously, when he said he said it, I, I don't know. I didn't. Have, I forgot that was his name. It nearly. <laughs> I don't know if it rhymes. It nearly rhymes. John it almost Baum. rhymes. John Baum. 
John Ball. If you say it the correct, like, yeah. if you say it a certain way, you can make it rhyme. John Baum. <laughs> Takes Jody with him. Some cops head over to see Ellison. And he's learned this lesson. He tests to make sure they aren't terminators. But, you know, if it was a terminator, they could have just knocked the door down, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they are arresting for the murder of Peter Myers, and we get the opening credits. It yeah. took... I know he hasn't realized it yet, but it took him forever to figure out what's going on. <laughs> like, why wouldn't he assume that that double that he just saw is the one that killed somebody? No. It takes him forever to catch on to that. I don't know what he did. Hmm. Yeah. Well, he doesn't catch on until, like, the cop says... Unless you have a twin brothers of them. That's like near the end of the episode. Um, mm, I don't know if that was. Mm. Huh? I wasn't sure if that was like when he caught on or if it was. I don't know. They made it seem like it. Mm. But first he's. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember my brain's going somewhere. I'm not quite getting there. Um, Derek and Sam. Derek and Sarah and Cameron go to see a guy, Moisha. 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 And talks about the brothers of neighbors. He mentions them. He doesn't have their diamonds. He says he doesn't have them, but Cameron uses her super eyes. She recognizes them. And finally, he says, gives them a name, and he says he's doing it for Jesse. His name's Walsh or something. He's the one that sold them the diamonds. I I didn't catch that Jesse was the... uh... The girlfriend at first, I forgot her name. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where the start of the um, religious stuff, I think, really started to bother me because it didn't seem there was any reason for it, you know, like just randomly talk to strangers with, mm. with you know, religious stuff, talking about the well, Torah. He, well, he's clearly a very religious man because he's wearing his yarmulke. Yarmulke. But I don't know if you would just randomly talk to strangers about their house breaking in with, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, even people, even, you know, I mean, religious people that I know, they don't bring it into every conversation, but. I know some, um, I know some who do. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Those people who come knocking on my door, <laughs> they always want to talk about religion. It's very important to some people. <laughs> okay. I stand corrected. Guy had like a book. He wanted to go through the whole little book illustrating the path to God, the path to heaven. And I just wanted to eat my pizza and play my video game. <laughs> like, just give me the book and I'll read it. <laughs> I'll read it later. Um, anyway, sorry. No offense, anyone. Um, yeah, outside, Derek says that Jesse came back with him. He was the one who handled the diamonds and he was killed. Liar, liar. Mm-hmm. Keeping secrets, he killed uh, Andy Good. And... <laughs> <laughs> Did we forget about that? I kind of forgot. I kind of forgot about that until I just said it. <laughs> I'll never forget Andy Good. So <laughs> adorable. Never forget. <laughs> um, episode six was it? Never forget one oh six. No, wasn't six. All right, I don't know. Jody offers Cromarty some food. She wants some conversation and calls him funny, just like Derek's funny. Says he's just some guy. He's not a cop. This is great. This whole mm-hmm. them hanging out together. <laughs> yeah. She was so annoying. She was, was so funny. annoying. 
So he and Miss uh, Cameron try to uh, kill him too. And Joey's like, it's going to be so much fun. And Riley and John are in the grocery store. And that's when she finds out that she's the cause of their problem for not setting the alarm. Oops. Or he's the cause because he let her in. Uh, and there's this really tense sequence where Jody and Cromartie arrive and uh, Cromartie almost sees John but barely misses seeing him. There's an interesting conversation going on between both parties. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have been fun to see a grocery store shootout. Huh? <laughs> grocery store shootout? Yeah. 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 That's expensive though. They can't afford that. Man, all that food that would have gone to waste. Hmm. Um, Sarah, yeah, barges into that guy's office, that Walter guy, and he recognizes Moisha's name, tries to run, but <laughs> there, uh, Cameron catches up with him. Yeah, he didn't look like somebody who would steal diamonds, <laughs> but. Yeah. Did you notice Derek drove up in that Dodge Ram from no, the before? No, featured. Mm-hmm. No, the I don't, I don't know if the logo was featured, was it? I don't know. I have. I just recognized it from one that John drove earlier and. Well, the product placement didn't work on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go buy a Dodge. I want a Toyota Camry. <laughs> Really? <laughs> is that your dream car? I didn't think anybody wanted those. My dream car is a Tesla, but I want some kind of hybrid. A Toyota or Nissan hybrid. Hmm, interesting. I want a new dirt bike. I want a skateboard. <laughs> um, yeah, so Moisha's like, I'll pay, uh, I mean, Walter's like, I'll pay Moisha what I owe him. So they realized that Moisha used them. And Sarah and Derek have an exchange about John. That boy is becoming more like John Baum every day. <laughs> he says that like that's a real person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they go about to see Moisha and Cameron throws that guy across the room. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I enjoyed <laughs> this very much. So the real guy who sold them the diamonds was Tristan DeWitt, who lives in Reseda. And Moisha's taken her back because Cameron killed that guy and she's like no can't kill him yet Crow Marty's flashing that picture around some more and he thinks that they probably live in a one mile radius of that grocery store one of the cashiers recognized Cameron Jody's heading though she's tired wants to be taken back to the halfway house instead she thought Crow Marty was cute (laughs) god George you are not cute at least on this show she keeps on rambling and finally he, he does what all of us want to do and throws her out of the freaking car. Dump. This is the part I loved. Yeah. She was like, I mean, I, I did kind of enjoy in a sick sort of way their, their whiny um, or her whiny commentary and their back and forth, but um, I was happy when he threw her out of the car. <laughs> I was getting <laughs> done, done with it. Oh. oh yeah, Jesse finds, Derek finds Jesse at the pool. He doesn't like how Moisha was dropping her name, and she says she'll go have a talk with him. But she doesn't want Derek to ruin her day. She wants to enjoy her sunset. She's just, she, yeah, soaking up all the pre-apocalypse sun. <laughs> <laughs> he rails the lotion on the skin. <laughs> no radiation to worry about. How much sunscreen did it take to... I wonder if he's going to get the again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Kinker. Seriously. 
In the silence of the lambs kind of way. Buffalo Bill. This is Buffalo Bill. I think Cromartie's Buffalo Bill. Yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about that. So he goes to Casey's house looking for the Kanos, or uh, Cameron at least. She says, Cromartie, you gotta look familiar, but she says she hadn't seen them. And uh, He asks her about the house next door. She says it's been rented. Thank you for your time. Riley kind of saved John's uh, bacon here twice mm-hmm. by uh, well, picking up, making sure he picked up the phone in the first place and then getting the Terminator to leave. Although, I don't know why the Terminator didn't just kill her. She was... It's not the mission. Yeah, we, and I think they don't usually have any um, reservations about just killing people who mildly annoy them or get in their way. Yeah. She wasn't a threat, though. Mm-mm. Oh, um, yeah, so, yeah, and also, yeah, I, uh, just the whole, yeah, I'm not, they need me to call myself. This is the fucking Yeah, phone. seriously, like, John, <laughs> you know, he's just, he's turning back into that weird teenage boy thing again. That is really annoying. Um, uh-huh. and when he saw Cromarty, he looked like he was about to shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. I like that. The look that he had on his face. I like how when they were talking about the food, and he's like, my mom's not a good cook, and she's like, what about Cameron? And there was no mention of the possibility that maybe he, he should cook, or he could cook, or he's capable of cooking. You know, the woman's supposed to cook, don't you know? No, oh, Derek. <laughs> the women's are supposed to cook. And, um, oh yeah, I like the, the pictures of other family or the fake family pictures they had mm-hmm. and, uh, and I wonder if uh, after Cromartie left if John put the gun away before Riley came back or <laughs> yeah. was she like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like John what the fuck is that yeah seriously I don't know John with I mean like it's nice to see him with a gun but he should know better he, they should just run when they see a Terminator it was he, under he tried she wouldn't let him. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just had it under the, in the cabinets or something like that. <laughs> I would just start hiding weapons all over the place. I actually have a knife in my drawer beside my bed. I don't know. So I had. So I used to. Um. So I used to have one under my pillow, and then I got teased from it because my mother said that I would cut my face. And she laughed at me. And then an ex-boyfriend laughed at me because he said that any like person who would come into my house would just rest it away from me and kill me with it. So well, I stopped caring. I mean, I shouldn't have let them influence me, but you know, after a while, it did seem kind of silly. So I no longer have something like that. Well, if it was an emergency, I doubt that I could probably get to it in time unless maybe I heard them downstairs or something. But if they're like right at my door... Be enough time, but it, I got it when I was in New Orleans and started keeping it there. And it's just been a habit every time I've moved, I always put the knife in the dresser beside the bed. Did you have See, a knife under your pillow when we were on vacation? <laughs> no, <laughs> I had no knife with me there. I was unprotected. Gosh, what if a hider came? Matt A would have had this. <laughs> I hope there would be video footage of that. <laughs> There is no. <laughs> um, stop fucking packs. I need to unfollow packs until Monday because uh, they tweet like crazy during packs. And since I'm not there this year, it's going to drive me crazy. 
make me depressed. Hmm. But anyway, so Weaver goes to see Ellison in prison and he can't really say what he wants to say, but I think she realizes what he's trying to say or what happened. And she does say that, well, he says, thank you for believing me. And she's like, what good is faith if you don't use it? Well, where's this faith thing coming from? Like, did they previously have, did they mention it previously in their relationship that they both thought it was a thing that they liked or something? I don't remember, but I know Ellison's kind of, he kind of gone away from his faith a little bit. So maybe she's trying to get him. True. Maybe it's about to come back. Could be. Maybe when Charlie threw the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Charlie? He's morning pain. Oh. <laughs> um. So, oh, we skipped the part where Sarah and Cameron went to talk to Tristan's parents, and they have all this stuff about how I guess movie making is not a viable career. Seems like the writers kind of winking at the audience. <laughs> Don't do what we do, folks. People told us we couldn't make it, and look at us now. They were right. <laughs> <laughs> Show got canceled. So, yeah, they found out where Tristan works at a video store or something. And Riley and John are just going somewhere. John just wants to go. And Riley's asking a lot of annoying questions. She's Ugh. proud of how she got rid of Cromartie. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> there, were, there was just an influx of annoying blondes in this episode. She just kind of annoyed me. She, yeah, she. Um... She's so self, um, self-congratulatory. I don't know. Yeah. But you know what? Here's the thing: is that John's just like this. Is continues the thread of um, John being incapable and women having to save his butt. Um. Yeah. Yeah. John says she's lucky, and she says I'm lucky, Riley Dawson. Hmm? Seeing Britney Spears. Oh gosh, that's a, oh my gosh, and that's like a deep cut of Britney's too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm editing that out yeah. so nobody knows. <laughs> Don't you dare! <laughs> I know. I'll always know. Yes, as long as Matt knows. <laughs> yeah. So Sarah and Cameron are talking about the brothers and neighbors, and this is where I zoned out because. It's not the book of Revelation, so I don't care. <laughs> I think this is the, the book of Genesis, they said. Um, and, um, yeah, they get a call saying that somebody tried to use Sarah's card at a bowling alley. Hmm. And Cromartie gets the same information, and the Terminator music is awesome. Does the credit card company get back to you so, like, that quickly? I doubt it in real life. <laughs> somebody oh, using your card no. right now. <laughs> right now. Go, go. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> you can still catch on. them. Yeah, you could catch them if you hurry. <laughs> like, I'll stay on the phone and guide yeah. you there. <laughs> Turning left. <laughs> wow, you guys are really helpful. Thanks. Oh, Thanks, American Express. <laughs> <laughs> Best credit card company ever. Mm. Uh, my card probably just deactivate my card a few weeks later. Say, yeah, we just had this fraudulent activity. Sorry. We're just going <laughs> to send you a new card. Good luck changing all your information. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my account, yeah, they've, they've done that, like, just randomly. Like, they'll send me, like, oh, yeah, we just decided to send you a new one because um, something, 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 and there might be fraud and whatever. Have a nice day. And so, yeah, that's happened to me a couple of times. And now every account that card is attached to, I have to go in and change yep. it. And- yeah. Power bill was late accidentally because I forgot to change it in the 
car, the charge got rejected. I got a fucking go. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, we can swear <laughs> on this. Just... <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that, uh, you know, I mean, I think that it's probably healthy to do that anyway, but yeah. it's such a pain in the butt, especially since we don't, you know, we don't, or we, you didn't initiate it. You know, it's not like you two made the choice. They just made the choice for you. Uh, I recently just, yeah, that reminds me. <laughs> I have a new car that I haven't activated yet. Well, let's hope I you just, don't get robbed. It's, it's, <laughs> it's. Cause they, I mean, I don't know. I've had the same number for like well over a decade, probably close to 15 years, but they just decided to send me a new number for some reason. I probably should change it, but I don't want to. See, I say I memorize my numbers. So, um, I, whenever I've changed it, I have to memorize a new one. So yeah, it's a problem. This is how much online shopping I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, my buddy, uh, we were roommates and friend john and we would always um order food and i would we did it so much that i learned my credit card number by heart and he would always make fun of me because he's like your credit card is like a passport that you use it in so many places it's got like stamped in this place and this place and i used it online everywhere and uh, yeah but now i don't even bother trying to remember nobody's ever stolen it um, stolen it? No, I've been the victim of identity theft a couple of times. Like somebody, this was actually when I was still living in Mississippi and had never actually dreamed of moving to Oregon. Somebody in Oregon used my number to buy, um, flowers instead <laughs> of flower shop. What if they sent them to you? <laughs> <laughs> I never got them. <laughs> they stole your, your, in- <laughs> to buy you flowers. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I guess I could. I wish somebody would buy me flowers. That's a hint to listeners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I've been getting a lot of free drinks lately. They're not flowers, but <laughs> something. You can't drink flowers. <laughs> you can, but hey, um, I have a blender. <laughs> Where's my spot? God damn it. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, oh, that detective that was interviewing Ellison earlier. He's talking to the eyewitness and makes the guy look crazy to discredit him. And somehow he knows about the bubble because the guy never mentioned that before. I, I could tell this was the T-1000 right from the moment they walked in. I guess maybe that was intentional. Maybe they were like, act robotic. <laughs> Give off subtle clues. <laughs> yeah, you know things. So there's some guys bowling and Sarah and Cameron come in. Cameron wants her jacket back. So that guy's wearing a lady's jacket, and he he doesn't care. Maybe he doesn't know it's a lady's jacket. I guess. <laughs> I thought usually ladies' jackets were fit to fit a lady, you know. <laughs> like, you know, like cinched in, in certain fair. places. Yeah. He's like, so, I care? Yeah. It makes me look sexy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I can understand, Cameron, because I got laid off of my job about three years ago. Mm-hmm. And they kind of rushed us out the door when they laid us off. And I forgot to pick up my jacket. Oh. And I still mention that jacket from time to time because I never got my jacket back. Oh. And just a couple months ago, I found out that the company was going out of business. And I still want to get my jacket. I got a letter from lawyers saying, you got any claim against this company? Do you need to file a claim now? And part of me wants to file a claim, see if I get my jacket back. <laughs> Love that jacket. So anyway, (laughs) 
So, um, Sarah can tell there was another guy and she's going off to get him, but Cameron murders them all. That was very surprising. <laughs> I was like, I was going to ask you to expect that. No. We've seen her kill somebody before, but, you know, we thought. Who'd she kill before? And did they just. Uh, Geppetto from Once Upon a Time, the guy oh, who. Right. Yeah. Sarah's old friend. Yeah. He kind of betrayed them. Yeah. Uh, there's somebody behind I mean, there's something behind me again. I hear a noise. What? <laughs> that sounded like someone was walking behind me. The door shut behind me, so there may be something on the other side. The door the just shut behind you? No, it's already okay. it's been shut, but it sounds like something's moving behind me. And I know it's not Reese because he's right here. Ghost! <laughs> Maybe. So she said she did it because they knew where oh, does, they lived. Does your knife work on ghosts? Probably not, though it is a, um, a New Orleans knife, so maybe it's <laughs> calibrated or it's kind of spell on it. Sarah finds the other guy, a really young guy, and tells them to get out of there after they leave. You didn't see us, you didn't know anything about us. So that's a guy? <laughs> I wasn't sure. Maybe he's the one who wanted to learn the statue. Yeah. No, I seriously couldn't tell. I thought it was... I think, yeah, I think it's a guy. I thought I landed on Lady in the end, but yeah, maybe it's a guy. It's that awkward teenage year. Yeah. <laughs> teenage years. So that detective releases Ellison, because the witness was crazy, and outside it turns into Weaver. I guess nobody saw that change. That was, that was a little, uh, unbelievable. With the yeah. yeah. Transform in public like that. They did it without doing the morphing. I guess it probably saved the money. It just, you know, the DRV was blocked for a second and then it's yeah. Weaver. It, they just did fancy cutting. Yeah. Derek goes to see Moisha and he has a bullet in his head. She, Jesse shows up and she had a really short talk with him. She enjoyed her sunset. So what? I'm not exactly clear on why she killed him or what his relationship was with her. Well, I guess she killed him because he was uh, using her name and she wanted to stop him from doing that. What was he using her name for? I remember he said, you know, I'm doing this for Jesse earlier. He said that to Derek specifically? To Derek in front of Sarah and Sarah doesn't know about, didn't know about Jesse. Okay, he just assumed that she knew. He assumed yeah. Sarah knew who Jesse was, I guess. Yeah. And did she, she didn't even ask who's Jesse, did she? Yeah, when they went outside and Derek said, yeah, he came back. Oh, right. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Kennedy was, or it was a, one of those dudes. Yeah, one of the assistance fighters that came back earlier. Um, what the fuck is that noise? <laughs> um, Ellison is watching his ex eat with her man and she goes out to talk to him. I guess she, <laughs> a little bit of a creeper, no? Yeah. I forgot about her, too. <laughs> mm -hmm, me, too. I was like, who's like, this uh, again? That's exactly what I said. I, I looked at it, and I'm like, wait a minute. Who's she? Oh, yeah. Why is he here? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't care too much for him very, like, to, under, to, to remember what's happening with him half the time. You know, and I need it because I like the actor, and I like where this storyline could go. And, um, yeah, I'm disappointed that, you know, like... I want to like him, or I do like him. I just want him to to do more, or have mm -hmm. more, especially since like you know the um, last episode of the first season, 
After that, I was really interested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With that song. Actually, this guy's last episode. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> he, missed, he wanted to see something familiar. He misses his old life, but she says he doesn't look that well. Um, she invites him in, but he doesn't want to go. He realizes it was the wrong thing to do. She's like, it's the right thing, just five years too late. And call me when you want to see something familiar. I'll send you a picture. It's like, oh, old. <laughs> Man, I wish I had these longer. lines, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like if I get called by ex, I'm like, I miss you too. <laughs> I, I need some of these lines. Um... How does Matt a platinum all these games? Gosh, I've never got a platinum before. Well, I was expecting you to check out the episode. Um, so Sarah a camera. Um, camera says the burglar won't be back. Sarah doesn't want John bringing people by, and they kind of have that. It's like he's like. But Rowley never tried to kill me, unlike Cameron. Okay, he's Ooh. becoming the whiny teenager again. Really annoying. Because his, his his girl was the whole reason why, you know, they got robbed in the first place. Yeah. John thinks he's matched. Well, she's mad because he found somebody else he likes spending time with. Did yeah, he ever spend time with his mom? <laughs> yeah, versus this is Cersei, so... Or, oh, no, I'm not supposed to say that anymore. So... Uh, <laughs> Sarah's like, my job is to protect you. And he's like, why didn't you protect me when I killed Sarkissian? Because he was beating the shit out of me or something. <laughs> yeah, right? Listen <laughs> your mom, John. If it wasn't for women, you'd be dead. Oh. <laughs> you can't even cook. <laughs> he was <laughs> starved to death long ago. Yeah, seriously. That's how to clean a gun. Peanut butter sandwich. You can't, you can't even make a peanut butter sandwich. You can't live on Pop-Tarts, John. Yeah, although he he needs he needs better nourishment to you know for all those muscles to the savior of mankind. Like seriously, he's just not this. I think it's a big joke. It's like he grows into. Um, I never mind. I'm just getting Jai Courtney. Ugh, don't. <laughs> now he grows into Jai Courtney's father. Did you see that article I posted that was trying to explain Genesis a little bit? No. No, I just watched the was... video. That was hilarious. It was saying that, oh, spoiler if you hadn't seen Genesis, it was saying that Skynet was from a different timeline. What? Or something like that. And they also kind of went into some of John Connor's motivations a little bit. I can't remember exactly what it said. Was this like fan wank material or was it like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they were quoting, uh, like, the writer and, uh, what's his name? Jason Clark, who, I have a problem like I I mean I like analysis of movies and hearing what the writers have to say but if you don't like really convey it in your movie then you've you've kind of failed so explain it better in the next one (laughs) that's right we have to there's the next one yeah there's gonna be a problem he's making a lot of money overseas yeah I, I saw that like a huge hit in China yeah so Weaver and Ellison are talking about their nocturnal predator fish. I got fell in this conversation has a lot of subtext to it, but I wasn't really. <laughs> um, she knows there was another Ellison. Ellison doesn't know where it is now. He thinks he's being tested like Job, and they talk about Job. He didn't renounce God, and God spared him when he was tested. And she wonders who spared Ellison. 
She's trying to turn him onto Skynet's side somehow for some reason. <laughs> Skynet is benevolent. Skynet saves. <laughs> and we see Cromarty at the bowling alley questioning that dude who lived. And he remembers Sarah's threat, but Cromarty promises that she won't do anything and do anything to him and he flashes that smile at him. <laughs> he's he's using that new uh smiling ability to full effect. Yeah. All Terminators must learn some kind of smile as Arnold does it. It looked like he could he could only smile for a split second before he lost it though. He's like eh, eh. Oh. to work on that. Yeah. So do I have some notes? Um Marty protects him from... What? Protects um, him for what? I was just saying that Pro Pro Marty protects Ellison who he wants to use yeah, him. Yeah. And then he like leaves him and doesn't follow him anywhere. Like... Yeah, it's like his like it's like his excuse of you know, meta well, I mean it's like his guardian angel. A weird sort of fallen guardian angel. Mm. How is um, he keeping tabs on him? Is he keeping tabs? He's got a chip. Yeah. Um but I don't I don't know. Maybe Ellison is a sleeper Terminator. Hmm. Like the one that we're seeing. Maybe there's some identity. Uh, and then maybe... I don't know. What do you guys think of... Uh, what's her name? Baggy's girlfriend. Baggy? <laughs> yeah. Um, Derek. I call him Baggy. Jody, uh, Jesse. Oh, uh, yeah. That's her name. Uh, She's... Uh... I mean, she can't be good, right? Like, yeah. there's just no way. Something's up with her. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like how she came out of nowhere. <laughs> and we're getting treated to all these scenes of them. Like, yeah, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't know what's happened. I, 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 feel I love the word canoodling. <laughs> <laughs> According to Cromartie's action in the pilot in this episode, it seems Cromartie doesn't kill anyone. If he or she can help him accomplish the mission. Jody, Riley, Cameron's most concerned with getting her jacket back. That was funny. <laughs> getting, getting a little conceited. <laughs> well, are there any quotes? No. I do. I actually have quotes. Uh, I probably all have the same one. <laughs> no one likes an egg? Oh, no, I guess I have a different one. No, okay, no one likes an egg. <laughs> <laughs> I have, in that sentence, Lucky was your first name. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have any. And I have, like, well, I mean, this is really hurting, but... And I'm Angelina Jolie. Get to the back of the line. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Yeah. Who was our badass of the week? Cromartie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was really prominent. I like George. I'm okay with that. Okay. I was thinking Cameron, but she only did, like, one... She only threw that guy across the room. No, she shot three dudes. Yeah, she shot three guys. That's the uh, Chrome Hardy. Dur, dur, dur. So, let's rate the episode. Malika starts off. Oh, I'm never really ready because I was expecting <laughs> guests to... Um, I don't know. I like this one. I wasn't as engaged, to be honest. I mean, I liked... Um, I, love, I love seeing George on my screen. I think that I was a little... I don't know. It just I don't feel like it was knit well together. You know, it just seemed like a little disjointed, especially the way it started off. And I didn't think that the religious. Uh, I don't know. I, I I didn't really have time to like really think about all the the symbolism of the religious uh, 
or the religious symbolism, I should say. Um, and I thought it was clunkily. It was clunkily. Is that a word? It was. It's not done as well. Um, so I'm going to give it clunkily. Okay, yeah, they're clunkily <laughs> integrated into the episode. Um, so I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. Annoying blondes. Yikes! What about you, Matt? Um, yeah, I just like certain parts of it. I like all the Crow Marty stuff. Uh, uh, I didn't like the Ellison stuff. I didn't really like the Riley and John stuff. I didn't really like the Derek and Jesse stuff. Uh, I kind of like the Cameron stuff at the end where she was all merciless. Uh, but yeah, I'll give it, it wasn't that great. <laughs> I'll give it a six, six point five out of 10. Days out with Turney. Oh, <laughs> um, I agree. The Crow Marty storyline was the one that kept me the most interested, and yeah, that those two near confrontations with John were really great, and Cameron just murdering those two guys. <laughs> that was interesting. So I'll give it seven and a half out of ten. Abrupt exits from the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah. So that's a pretty low-rated episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um. Feedback. First, we have an email from a hider. Get all that flame in there. <laughs> <laughs> It is hot in here, you guys. It is hot. <laughs> hot in here. Say <laughs> <laughs> the word that begins with an H. Hello. Hello. How <laughs> All of our feedback should start with H's. Could it take Heidi's email? Um, I'll do it if I can. Uh, let's see. All right. So she's away, but she was able to write us feedback. Yay. Um, is this her feedback? Okay, yeah. It's her feedback. Okay. Um, hey, guys. Best quote of the episode. Wait. Let me start again. Okay. Hey, guys. Best quote of the episode. No one likes an egg. Thank you, Heidi. <laughs> There's a lot of lying going on in this episode. Cromartie picked up that lady from the originals. Ooh, really? Okay. Ooh, Klaus will tear his head off. I'm sure she was going to die, and then she was mouthing off to Cromartie. You know that moment when you come face-to-face -face with the Terminator in the supermarket? No? Okay, me neither. I guess Riley's good for something. She gets rid of Cromartie, although, once again, I thought she might be done for. Weaver has Allison right where she wants him. I like John's taste in women way more than Derek's. Jesse is super annoying. And Cromartie gets even closer to John and Sarah. Nothing really exciting in this one. Until next time, Heidi. I Thanks, would... Heidi. I would agree, but I don't know about John's taste in women. I think, you know, like, they both, they both are bad in different ways. Derek just doesn't think with his brain, and, well, John doesn't think with his brain either. But John doesn't think with much of anything. <laughs> He's just angry now. Lashing out at his mommy issues. Did we talk about this before, uh, vampires versus terminators? I feel, you know, no, I don't think no, so. No, I would remember that. I know, I know I've thought about it before. <laughs> <laughs> it probably we, never I, brought it I, up. We talked, I feel like we talked about something versus terminators. I don't know if it was vampires. Or maybe we did. It sounds familiar. Maybe we did. Check the archives. Yeah. Listeners, <laughs> let us know. Next, we have an email from Danielson. 
Daniel said. <laughs> hey, chroniclers. <laughs> what? <laughs> the beginning of this episode is really confusing. To make sense of it, one possible solution I imagined was that with Skynet sending multiple waves of Terminators back in time, some of them must have successfully carried out their mission and thus altered the future. But that leaves other Terminators still out there following their original programming, unaware that their orders have been rendered obsolete by changes to the timeline. So apparently a Terminator was modeled after Ellison and sent back to kill him at some point. But Cromartie's strategic mission analysis has concluded that Ellison will actually help him find the Connors and thus win the war. But why would Skynet want Ellison dead anyways when he is working for the T-1000 now? Mm-hmm. That's what's confusing. I mean, maybe they they don't they want him like instead of his you know his Terminator self killed and Cromartie I don't know and Crom- Cromartie that's what I figured and then Cromartie just didn't doesn't realize the difference I don't know or maybe he has some beef with um the Ellison Terminator in the future and wants him alive so he can kick his ass later I don't know. <laughs> Cromartie's creepy uncle routine is great. No wonder no one believes him with that smile. Actually, I thought the portrayal of Terminators in this episode was particularly authentic. The methodical way Cromartie goes from person to person, house to house, with a picture of his target, or how Cameron guns down those three kids without hesitation simply because they know where they live. The exception to this is the Ellison Terminator, who demonstrates such remarkable stupidity that he has to ask James... Who's been, who he's been modeled to duplicate to confirm his identity yeah. and doesn't immediately shoot him. He's defective. That's why Tyanet wants him dead. He's a defective Terminator. <laughs> They're like, uh, kill all chances this model will be made. I mean, come on. Remember Sarah Kana? Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Dead. So what if the police officer didn't know who happened to win the football game? Would Ellison have just shot at them, assuming they were Terminators? Seemed like a terrible plan. Hmm. I love that Cameron's actually grown pretty attached to her purple leather jacket. <laughs> I like that jacket. Badass though. jacket, yeah. <laughs> she, you have to... She, uh, she does too, obviously. Yeah. Her subroutines have made her a fond of that jacket. <laughs> I love that Cameron's... Oh, I already said that. <laughs> you have to wonder what the hell is Riley thinking. First, John is clearly terrified, and then he's hiding against the bookshelf with a shotgun. And Riley just stands there awkwardly while Cromartie strolls into the house and looks around. John should know better. A shotgun's been shown to only be useful for knocking a Terminator on its back and slowing it down. It's a terrible weapon to make a stand with like that. That's to be the first closest thing he had and you know, just knock it down and run. You can't fire a rocket launcher in your home. <laughs> might Stupid that. John. <laughs> and where did that go? Where did that email go? Okay. Um, <laughs> that robber's parents must be super sketchy. They're fine telling a civilian who's obviously looking for vengeance where to find their son so they can beat their stuff back out of him. They even thank him for not going to the police. Well, maybe they'll beat some sense into him. <laughs> As always, the biggest criticism I have of this show, whether it's Josh Friedman or the writers, that I wish they did seem to think that cramming in Bible references is a shortcut to some kind of deep meaning and thematic mystique. The one they use for the title of this episode, Brothers of Nebulus, is a huge stretch and they have to waste time having Cameron explain this classic biblical tale, woman gets raped, the men 
have her marry her rapist, slaughter ensues just to pay it off. Did anyone get what the connection to the actual episode is supposed to be? Nope. No, nope. I'm so glad that you Pay mentioned attention. that. I thought I was stupid because I really like analyzing it, so I just figured I'd figure out with time. Um, and I'm glad that nobody else got it. <laughs> <laughs> Not glad for this episode, but glad for me. Perhaps John is still in pain from his metaphorical circumcision of killing Sarkisian and thus vulnerable to attack. That's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, that is a stretch. <laughs> but thanks for the suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> um... Not to mention Weaver sharing the story of Joe because Ellison thinks God is testing him with Terminators. Ugh. <laughs> Having Sarah make the humane decision to let the kid live and then it coming back to haunt him in the end when Cromartie finds him is good writing. Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. But I will argue here and say that Cromartie makes a great creepy uncle because we all have creepy uncles and he makes it, you know, pretty much like that. <laughs> My uncles do not creepy they're just strange oh well i don't have a creepy uncle either i was just being you know drunk (laughs) (laughs) i am drunk (laughs) there were a couple of them that yeah on the sauce lot um i'm probably gonna be drunk tomorrow night oh excellent i drank way too much this weekend and i'm kind of suffering for it (sighs) Ashley managed to have some self-control when I went out over the weekend. We're probably going to make up for it tomorrow night. As long as you balance it out. Yeah. And I'm actually Ubering myself, so I don't have to drive afterwards. I love that you're planning this debauch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't plan mine. It just sort of happened. I just was drinking, and all of a sudden I was like, wow, where am I? What's going on? It's kind of a date, and last time we were together, he was like, you should just Uber next time so you won't have to worry about driving. Oh, I've heard that line before. <laughs> Can you guys explain what Uber is? I, I don't get it. I hear it on all the podcasts. <laughs> it's a ride share. So basically, you know, they're, they're ordinary people like you and me who sign up okay. for the system to offer rides to, you know, hapless strangers. But they are... Um, verified and checked out so basically you pay directly like you just it's like an app on your phone so if i was to request a ride somebody like any number of the millions of drivers there's not literally millions but like there's quite a few would come and pick me up and it would get automatically deducted and there's like no tipping no 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 exchange and they take you wherever and so it's faster than a cab um, it's cheaper easier to pay, cab, yeah, it's cheaper to pay. and then also like often the, the people are really nice so you get to like you know they're out a lot nicer. Isn't it still technically a cab? No, because they're just every, every, they're not like, you know, um, in any kind of like a, it's a cab type service, but it's just by like ordinary people instead of cabbies. Uh, using your own car. Yeah. Nope. Nobody gets murdered? Oh, I'm sure there's uh. murders, but you know, <laughs> there have been cases of it, but like they do pretty good um, checks beforehand. Okay. Uh, and you know, I mean, it's just, I mean, the cabbie could come and take you for the same amount of things so yeah you hear every once in a while you hear a story about a female being assaulted but it's, it's rare mm. yeah i mean and like i said i'm sure there's just as many about you know cabbies assaulting people or whatever but um the only i don't know i think it's relatively safe i mean compared to some of the other ways you can get killed out there <laughs> if i have a coupon code for a free ride Ooh. So I'm going to use that to get to downtown tomorrow. 
and get drunk. The last oh. So I live downtown. It's so Uber is like super convenient, and I can go go down the street to like where a lot of the bars are, and come back for like about ten bucks total ride. You know, it it it's makes it really difficult not to take advantage of that. Last time, you sat in my car with me so I could sober up. Aw, that's sweet. That's so sweet. <laughs> Um, yeah, next episode of feedback. I mean, predictions. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, my mind is on tomorrow night. We can tell. What's the next episode called? Oh, next episode <laughs> is called... <laughs> I'm trying to pull up my notes, but I already know in my head what this episode is called. It's called Mr. Ferguson is Ill Today. All right. Is Chrome, and we've heard... Chrome already going to try to pull the, the teacher thing again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a substitute teacher. It almost worked the first time. <laughs> Try it again. I'm glad you remembered that. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a good prediction to me. It, it makes the most sense. Yeah. Hmm. Is John still in school? Yeah, I guess he's still or, in but, school. Or maybe it's not Cromartie. Maybe it's Ellison. Or Robo Ellison. Robellison? Robellison. <laughs> so, yeah. Guests, thank you for the job. Thanks for coming, guests. Where can we find you? <laughs> Silence, though. This by things happen. I'm a sore loser and I admit it. Oh. <laughs> okay. What? Um, I'm reading Facebook. <laughs> You're weird. Of course you are. <laughs> Your weird stream of consciousness thing. It's time to yeah. go, what, you guys. Whatever goes in. Yes. Brain. I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. I have. Have no brain. Well, that's all we have for this week, folks. <laughs> we'll be back next time with Mr. Ferguson is ill today, where we'll see Robo Ellison try to kill John. <laughs> but until then, remember, there's no fate but what we make. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.